The subject of today's episode is a method of torture and execution that will take us across Europe and Asia and even a little bit into the Americas. Used on people convicted of some very specific crimes, with some of those crimes not seeming to warrant the punishment sentenced to them, consisting of tools like large pot, kettle, bucket, or barrel, ropes, chains, and some kind of liquid and conjuring images of cannibalistic tribes deep in the rainforest, and multiple Bugs Bunny cartoons. We'll discuss what exactly happens when the human body comes into contact with the bubbling hot fluid and all the different ways it can be carried out. Going back over 2,100 years, we'll learn of kings, religious rebels, criminals, and one that can only be described as the Japanese Robin Hood. I promise after this, you'll never look at that pot of water on your stovetop the same way again. Today we cover... Boiling. I'm Kevin Young. And I'm Dan. Is it getting hot in here? Is it just me, Hurrigan? And this is Torture. Just gonna throw it out there for all the people who couldn't see. Uh, it looked like Take you were fondling a pair of testicles there. Well, how's life, Dan? It's been a little bit since we talked. Good, good, good. Good. Can't complain too yeah. much, you know yourself. I'm just dying to hear all about Robin Hooderu, who I'm assuming is what his name is, because he's Japanese. Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood's son. Yeah. But um, that's no, all good. Kind of you? I'm good. I'm as good as you know you can be. Uh, now it's kind of surprised that I uh, we didn't cover the guy when we talked about when we did our outlawing episode. Yeah. When it came up, and I was like, "Oh." So I went back and looked through the outlaw. I was like, did we mention him? And then we didn't. So, But you're going to find out about him today. Yeah. Excitement. Today's episode, Outlaw, part two. Boiling. <laughs> Boiling point. Sucks to be a twin. Boiling. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, fuck. Well, Dan, let's take you back to around 1420. To the historic county of Mearns in Scotland, specifically the village of Glenbervy, which I may be pronouncing wrong. I don't know. Probably. Uh, now, probably. Probably. <laughs> now, it just so happens that you, Dan, go by the name of Melville and are the sheriff of Mearns and the lord of Glenbervy. And you are, as they say, maybe in those neck of the woods, a right prick. A right so, prick. A right prick. So much so that even the king, James I, is sick of you. Now, oh. I didn't find any Does documentation. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you weren't just like rewriting the Bible, what, what good are you? Uh, 
I wasn't able to find any documentation of what exactly you had done to be so horrible, but it must have been pretty bad, because the town decides to make up a hunting contest in the forest of Garvok, to which you are invited. Never passing up an opportunity to hunt, you accept and head out with your hunting party full of Grenberby ends, lights, whatever the fuck they were. Burby, Burbians? Glem, glem, glemberv, glem. Is it glem, glemberv or glemberby? Burvy, the V. Glemberv, berverts. Oh, yeah, glemberby. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, I'd assume. Yeah. Now, little do you know that beforehand they had set up a large kettle of water with a fire underneath it. And when the timing was right, they knock you down, strip you naked, and throw you in. Uh, after you spend some time in the kettle being boiled or sodden and have died, they e- each of the conspirators take out a spoon and sample the quote-unquote Melville soup. Oh, nice. <laughs> they take Jesus. it that one extra kind of creepy, <laughs> weird step, which I guess you only get with the Scottish. I don't know. And thus, the invention of haggis. Maybe. Everybody else is like, oh, we boiled them alive. The Scottish are like, ah, we ate the soup. (laughs) Love the Scottish. Now let's jump about a hundred years forward to England. Uh, The time of Henry VIII. To quite possibly the most famous single case of boiling in history. You know, the one that you've heard of? The one really famous case of boiling we all know? Oh, I don't know, Kevin. Do tell. (laughs) Uh, So we head to Smithfield, 1531. To the kitchen, the palace of the Bishop of Rochester, John Cardinal Fisher. One day, many of the guests and staff of the bishop sat down for a nice meal of porridge. As customary, the leftovers were to be given to the poor and needy outside. Now, not long after this, many of the guests and the poor became violently ill. Vomiting, diarrhea, all that good stuff. Now, by the time it was all said and done, 17 people had gotten sick and two of the peasants had died. After an investigation, it turned out that the cook, Richard Roos, had used poisoned yeast in the porridge he served to the guests. Uh, it's kind of what you try to do to your family tonight. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Yeah, and, yeah. Khan would have succeeded too if it wasn't those pesky kids. Going for that pesky wife and kid telling yeah. you that this food is gross. I'm not eating it. <laughs> One of my favorite dishes, too. It it doesn't, it's just, it's horrible. I know. Now, Ruse would go on to claim that he had put laxatives in the food as a practical joke, but not poison. But in any case, people had died. So Ruse would be taken into custody. And Henry VIII signed a decree stating that poisoning was seen as treason and that the punishment for said treason would be boiling. You may ask, why such a harsh treatment, or why such a harsh punishment for something like poisoning? Couldn't well, they you just all remember what happened to me when I stole him? an orange that time. 
So <laughs> the Dutch the were not too happy bastard. about that one. So <laughs> they hung you up to dry afterwards. Yeah. So back in these times, the nobility were absolutely terrified of being poisoned with so many people, you know, wanting you dead all the time. It was one of the easiest ways for someone to get to you. So a harsh punishment had to be attached. Many people wouldn't be afraid of being hanged or beheaded. It's quick and mostly painless. If you really, really want somebody dead and you're willing to die for it, then if the punishment is, oh, we'll cut off your head, well, I mean, at least you're not going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boiling, however, <laughs> boiling was not quick or painless. So... On April 15th, 1532, Rouse was tied up and lifted in the air by chains that were threaded through a pulley. Then the executioner began to dunk him in the boiling water over and over again in public. Now, the spectacle was such a sight to see that it quickly grew a crowd. Quote, He roared mighty loud and diverse women who were Big with child did feel sick at the sight of what they saw and were carried away half dead. And other men and women did not seem frightened by the boiling alive, but would prefer to see the headsman at his work. So some people were like, oh, goodness gracious. And other people were like, dunk him again. It's like a, like a giant are... human tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's just live action halo you're just yeah. teabagging yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dip dip potato chip dip dip potato chip <sighs> so rouse was dunked and boiled for over two hours ah, come before on, really? he finally died jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> seems excessive but it's not yeah. even close to the worst that it's not even close to the worst that we'll see so like, like did worry. you ever have like a pot going and you get the tiny splash onto your arm or something just the tiny yes. couple of drops and it's like Bruh! like if you did that to me a few times i'd tell you whatever that you wanted but like to, like that's just cooking yeah. up some bacon and a little piece of grease pops up on your finger and you just want to just give up for the day because it hurts yeah, yeah. yep yeah, it's not going to get any better, just so you know. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's what we're here so for. So other, <laughs> other than the whole laxative story, he never gave an actual reason for the poisoning. However, some believe that he was commissioned to poison the bishop by Henry VIII himself because the bishop forbade him from divorcing his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Ironically... If this was the case, for some reason, the bishop decided not to eat the porridge that day. So, could it be one big conspiracy theory? I mean, who, fuck, who knows? But hmm. it's neat to think about. It's true. Now, this decree set on by Henry would claim more lives. Some months, some months later, a maidservant was boiled at King's Lynn for poisoning her mistress. And in 1542, Margaret Davy, a servant, was boiled at Smithfield for poisoning her employer. Now, this barbaric practice would uh, continue in England until 1547, one Henry VIII had the good grace to finally die, and his son Edward VI did away with many of his father's more heinous punishments 
including boiling. At some point, we will do like a two or three or, you know, part series or something on how horrible Henry VIII was. And uh, then I think everybody who doesn't know will finally understand why, you know, it's good that he just fucked off and died. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Yeah. That's very, very true. The medieval Margaret Thatcher. So he was. (laughs) Were you guys happy with... Is Margaret Thatcher alive? Nope. She died of like a stroke or a brain hemorrhage or something. Were you guys happy when she died? Because I don't, I, 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 I have, I have no say so about Margaret Thatcher either way. Well, so. I'm trying to think how old I was. I didn't personally know because I didn't know anything about her. But I'm yeah, pretty sure there are many a Republican who were and are. So, yeah. not that I would speak for any of them. Yeah, as a whole Fair nation, enough. probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> well, there you go. So before we go on, let's take a quick, quick look at the many ways this could be done. Because there are a few. Uh, first is the most obvious. You take a person, tie them up, throw them into a big pot of boiling water, and leave them there until they die. Boom. Make Easy. sure you put a nice old handful of salt in there. You have to season the water. It has to be very similar to seawater. Yes. In order to cook the person it gives it, properly. It, and it, it, gets, it gives it flavor. It gets the, the temperature up a little bit higher so they cook yeah. a little quicker. Um, yeah. And contrary to popular Alden. belief, do not put oil, olive oil into the water. No. It does not stop your person from sticking to each other. Your people will still stick. That's all down to how you're boiling. They'll the still stick, but the sauce will not stick to them then. No, but the thing is, it doesn't. it actually does nothing though. <laughs> Because it, it doesn't go it into doesn't. the water. It doesn't. It doesn't flavor the water because it, it it doesn't flavor anything because it doesn't stick to the water. It doesn't mix in with the water because mm-hmm. it's oil, and uh, it won't keep your pos- your your people from sticking. Yeah, and then when you go to put sauce on them, and there's a little bit of oil on there, that sauce will just kind of off. So yeah, no oil in the people water. No, just salt people. Just salt. A lot yeah. of salt. Yep. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep them moving. Keep them people moving. <laughs> I did. I did not think that this one would make me hungry, but we found a way. <laughs> <sighs> but let's say you wanted to prolong the agony, really stretch it out. Well, then you'd throw them in a pot of cold water. And have them sit there as the water slowly warms to a boil, cooking them <laughs> like a frog or a hard-boiled egg. I just imagine them sitting there. That ain't so bad. After a while, I just crisp. Oh yeah, this is good. This is good. Oh yeah, <laughs> slowly but surely, just sweat pouring out their faces. It's like, oh, ooh, a fire! I haven't had a warm bath in yeah. a fortnight. This is <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can I get a tea and a loofah? <laughs> a little rubber ducky floating. Somebody's just standing there <laughs> cutting carrots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. There was also the question of 
how much of the body do you put in the pot? Now, in some cases, people were made to stand in the kettle with their arms tied to posts, so only the bottom half boiled. Uh, in other cases, the entire body would be forced down under the water, head and all, letting the face come up periodically for air or to let out a scream. Some were tied to change, like Rouse, and dunked over and over again. Uh, some of those were dunked upside down, dunking only the head and the shoulders into the liquid. Some were put in the boiling, boiling liquid and then had, to all, had it also showered upon them. Blech. And some, some weren't even boiled. They were steamed to death, <laughs> like fucking broccoli. I was going to say, like dumplings or something like that. Uh, well, they would be put on a spit above the boiling pot and left to be burned to death by the steam coming off of it. Nice. Yeah, not Same really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't yeah. just water they would use as a medium. In fact, it seemed more than not, they used more viscous and, well, sticky substances. Uh, oil, tar, wax, tallow, animal fat, lead, oh. and this one. This one's weird. Sweet, I don't know why you would waste and the animal tallow. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you would waste this. They would use wine. It, see, the thing is, I was like back then, like wine was very common and cheap, though. Wasn't I suppose. It? Just, yeah, I suppose. You know, it's not like it's uh, not like the the artisan thing that it is today. It was just a bog standard. Quick, easy moonshine, pretty much. Thing. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, well, I guess, yeah. Depends okay. which part of the world you're in. Just, the understanding of it, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. You just just make sure that whatever wine you use, you you never boil anybody with wine you wouldn't drink on its own. Well, that's it. Yeah, like you put shit in, you get shit out, people. Just right. Front out there. Spend so, the extra yeah. dollar. Yeah. I just have this whole thing. You know, you know when you go walking into like a swimming pool or water and it's really cold and all men mm-hmm. know this, that when it gets up to a certain area and it's like, and you, you kind of relax. Yeah. Imagine that, but boiling and they're slowly dunking you in <laughs> and they just keep you right at that edge. Like, just that point. <laughs> so it's just barely so, lapping. So, so just what Ben's pretty much saying is that you know how you get to a cold swimming pool and how it feels when you get there think of the opposite of that yeah I say, I, and they keep you at that point you know when it's literally just like the water just kind of laps and barely touches and that's when you're like oh no yeah it's, it's like it's like the 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 equivalent of, like, of a of a flick but temperature a temperature flick and that but with boiling water every Every time I think about that, I think one time when I was at ch- I was uh, at church, and I was like leaning up against the wall, and this little kid, real little, like just barely learn how to walk, comes up to me, reaches his hand up, and just barely just nips him. And like, oh, God, I was on the ground. It hurts so goddamn bad. Oh, people don't know. It fucking hurts. They still haven't found uh, that little boy's corpse after that because <laughs> I picked, I punted him across. The room. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to say I did something, but I couldn't get off he the ground. Strike you <laughs> because it hurt so bad. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, oh, fuck, that's hilarious. 
So the real question is, when did all this start? Like, who was the first person to be boiled to death? Well, we have absolutely no idea. Pretty much impossible to know. Uh, we do know, however, that the practice goes back much further than the times of Henry VIII, all the way back to at least 175 BC and the rise of the Assyrian king, Antiochus Epiphanes, a.k.a. Antiochus Epimanus, or the Mad. He had a hatred for the Hebrews and was known to boil the captives alive. Then we can jump up to the year 64 AD in Rome and their manic emperor Nero, who, after burning down much of the city and blaming it on a new type of Jew called a, what is this word? Fire Jew. Christian? (laughs) Am I pronouncing that right? Christian? I don't know. Uh, Sounds a bit shitty to me. Bunch of assholes, it yeah. sounds like. Uh, he decided to bowl, to boil these quote-unquote Christians in a public spectacle for everyone to see, placing them in large vats of boiling oil up to their chest and then having the soldiers shower the boiling oil over their heads until they died. Right, so, so effectively in this in our whole show so far, we've had the world's first easy-bake oven. And now we really have the world's first deep fat fryer yes. going on. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just throwing all the guys into the basket and just uh, lowering them down. That'd be really funny. <laughs> I know who was the first person to be boiled alive. Who's that? It was Le Creuset. That's who it was. Monsieur oh. Le Creuset. Fucking Jesus Christ. Okay, so for centuries before Henry VIII, all the way back to the Holy Roman Empire, the main reason someone would be boiled is because they were caught clipping or making counterfeit coins. Take a second and look at a modern coin, or think of one, particularly the edges of that coin. What's there? Ridges. Ridges. Ruffles mm-hmm. have ridges. Mm. Now, for, for most of us, there... flavor they're... and texture. <laughs> most Coins of us... are ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Now, for most of us, there are ridges on the edge of the coin, and those are there for a reason. It's to help prevent counterfeiting. Because way back in the day, coins didn't have that. They were mostly just semi-roundish, mostly misshapen discs of some type of metal, and each one had a specific value. So, some people would get a hold of these coins and clip off a piece of the edge, or scrape off the very edge all the way around the coin. Do this enough times, do enough coins, and you can melt down your own and make your own coins. Hmm. This Yes, this was seen as a crime against idea. the government. <laughs> Business ideas. Tan's jotting things down. Yeah. Uh, and the punishment was boiling. It was also used for more egregious crimes, like especially violent murders, like a man in Nuremberg in 1392 that was boiled to death for raping and murdering his own mother. 
That's Larry like, Ed Kemp. That's like some Amityville horror shit right there. Yeah, it 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 it, it, it bring gives me thoughts of Ed Kemper killing his own mom and then fucking the skull and all that. Not not cool. <laughs> God damn it, Ed. Fucking Ed. But he couldn't do anything because the guy's like 6'10", 380 pounds. I mean, can't fucking do anything about that. <clears throat> and it's said that Ivan the Terrible would dunk enemies in a pot of boiling water, then in cold water, then in boiling water, then in cold water, over and over again, pretty much blanching them like you would a tomato until the skin easily peeled off. That's, Leave it to old that's Ivan. That's how you torture people. <laughs> Leave it to old Ivan <laughs> to up it. Yeah. And hell, uh, in the Dutch town of Deventer, the kettle that was used for boiling criminals to death can still be seen hanging on the wall outside the city museum. No way. Go to the city museum. There's, no there's way. A big, there's Google a big this. kettle just hanging there. What's the name of the town? Deventer. D-E-V-E-N T-E-R. Deventer Kettle. Oh my god, that is cool. <laughs> Next time I'm over in Holland, I am going to make a point of trying to go see that thing and take a photo of me going like this. You could, uh, you could fit a small family in that thing. It's pretty good size. That's pretty big, yeah. That's, geez, that's mad. And I've never been to Deventer. I've been to a fair amount of Holland. I've never been to Deventer, as far as I'm aware. You, you can fit a family of three or one Ed Kemper. <laughs> one of the problems with growing a beard is proper beard care. Going on a website or even to a brick and mortar store and seeing dozens of different options. Whether it be oils, washes, balms, lotions, razors, butters, or just a massive amount of different companies all trying to sell you virtually the same product with a different logo. It can be difficult and overwhelming. And even worse... <clears throat> see, I already fucked it up. <laughs> and even worse so if you're trying to buy beard products for someone else. Well, the beardstruggle.com has made that process infinitely easier with their beard kits and bundles. Anything from a simple oil kit that gives you day tonic and night elixir. To the complete beard care bundle that gives you the day and night oils, beard shampoo, beard conditioner, beard balm, and the Viking Sea Mineral Beard Mask. The beard growth bundle that comes with the Boxster Growth Accelerator and the Derma Roller. To cracky shave kit that gives you everything you need to keep your beard short and trimmed up. To the mother of all beard kits, the Apex Bundle 2.0, that comes with 15 different products including the heated beard brush and straightener. And if you're still just not sure what bundle to get, you can take their beard routine quiz and the beard struggle will tell you what the best beard care routine and products are for your specific beard type and price range. The beard struggle takes the confusion out of what you get, what to get. Anyway, the beard struggle takes the. The reading the ad struggle. The beard struggle takes the confusion out of what to get for your beard or that special beard wearer in your life. And the best part is since it's a bundle, you save money. 
and with our exclusive discount code TORTURE19, that's T-O-R-T-U-R-E 19, you'll save even more, 19% at checkout. And with their 90-day money-back guarantee, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. And since they never test on animals, you can feel good supporting an ethical company that also produces a quality product. TheBeardStruggle.com. Do what's right for your beard. Do what's right for your face. Sort your fucking beard out. This treatment wasn't exclusive to Europe. No, no, Asia got in on the action as well. Like the story of Ishikawa Gioman, or Gioman. Uh, Gioman was born to a samurai family around the middle of the 16th century when Japan was under the rule of the Ashikaga Shogunati. And it was the service of the powerful... I had all this, like, sounded out already, and I keep running into him like, how the fuck did I pronounce that? Here we go, people. Miyoshi clan. That's done. Now, he was... Oh, wow, my well, camera just went. He was 15 years old when his father was killed by the men of the Ashikaga, and he vowed to avenge his father's death and began training. And during his training, he had begun a romantic relationship with one of his sensei's mistresses and was forced to flee. Uh, he didn't leave empty-handed, though. He stole one of his sensei's valuable swords. Now, sources say that he took that sword and started his professional career as a thief in the city of Kyoto. He created a band of thieves and began to ravage the city. I'd read that book. They stole from their, they stole from their victims at night, and during the daytime, they disguised as merchants to select their next victims, which were usually the wealthy class. Now, they would steal from the wealthy class, and in order to avoid getting caught by the authorities, they would scatter some of the stolen goods among the people to set confusion to their pursuers. It was this situation which made Gyoman and his band of thieves popular in Japan. The poor class saw him as a hero, once stealing from the rich and giving to the poor Japanese Robin Hood. Nice. Robin Hood! Jesus Christ. I thought we discussed this. I don't know. I remember like a... occasion we can't do. Did you remember the scene in John Wick? <laughs> Your man, the guy from Iron Chef, stands up. He's like, John Wick! <laughs> frightened, it, frightened the shit out of me the first time. <laughs> so funny. But that's it. I can't help but um, do uh, impersonations of that guy when I watch Iron Chef, though. Yeah. Cuisine. So, yeah. Now, apparently, Gyoman tried sneaking into the home of a very powerful man in Japan at the time, Toyotomi Hidoshi, in order to assassinate him. In the process, he was caught. So Gyoman, and for some reason, his son were to be killed publicly at the front gate of the Nazaji Temple in Kyoto. Now, Ishikawa was placed in the cauldron with his son. Again, I, I don't know why his son was involved. Now, there are different accounts of the... Ch and this wasn't like a full-grown son. This was a child. Oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah. So there are different accounts of the child, if he died or not, but one account states that Ishikawa plunged his son deep into the bottom of the cauldron to kill him quickly. Then he lifted the body into the air in, defen 
in defiance of his enemies until he finally died. So, you know, drown the kid as quick as possible so he doesn't go through the horrible agony of, you know, boiling to death, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Ishikawa did. Um, if, if he even actually died, uh, again, there's, there's multiple accounts of what happened. That one just seemed like the most metal. So that's the one I picked. You know, you the guy the who's scarred everywhere across here down, except for up here where he's been holding the kid up. You know, <laughs> yeah, comes back pretty and much. Fights his way through all the Japanese assholes and <laughs> Japanese Notting, Wick. Nottingham or Notting, what, where the fuck are those? Robin Hood again? Nottingham. Nottingham, yeah, you got it right. Yeah, I got it right. Robin of Luxley. Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese also persecuted the Christians in the 1600s, but they boiled them a little differently. Leave it up to the Japanese to be inventive. Instead of dunking them or letting them sit in a giant pot of some type of liquid, these converted Japanese Christians would be tied to poles and then doused with buckets of boiling water for days on end until they died. They did this in mass executions. It's not cool, guys. That's just no. And back then, you didn't have you didn't have the te- type of technology to warm up water quickly like we would now. So yeah, it, it feels like. And if you're doing it in a mass execution style, you're going to go through that hot water very quickly. It feels like the people who are dunking, throwing the water on them, would probably get their hands all burnt up. You know, it's it, it's it it's inventive, but it seems counterproductive. Just hook up some form of boiling sprinkler system. Yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, aqueduct with yeah. little holes in it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, do it. Yeah, that's it. Just like a pipe yeah. with a lot of holes in it. Yeah, and that's it. It's which is a, which is a sprinkler system. That's what a sprinkler. Well, is. Yeah, but like, remember the, the the dropping thing that they had where it was. Um, wasn't it the Vietnamese? The idea where it was like drops of water going on them or something like that. So it was, it was slowly yeah, kind oh. of agonizing or annoying them or whatever like that. There was something anyway. But anyway, imagine that. Chinese water water. torture. Okay, yeah. probably, that's probably it, yeah. And then there's yeah. the story of Sikh martyr uh, Bahi Dayala, who in 1675 was boiled to death in Delhi after he refused to convert to Islam. He was put into a cauldron full of cold water, which was then heated to a boiling point. And uh, if you believe, you know, the rumors, Dayala recited the scripture as he died. So, I mean, whatever. Do what you do. But not everyone that was set to pot was killed. 1488 in France... A man only known as Louis the Secretary had been found guilty of counterfeiting and was sentenced to be boiled, hanged, and quartered. The executioner tied up Louis and threw him into a pot of cold water. Now, Louis was supposed to sit in it while it warmed up, but the executioner didn't do a good enough job tying the ropes. When Louis went in, his ropes loosened enough for him to jump up in the pot and scream for mercy. Now, was he screaming for mercy or was he screaming for mercy? Was he saying, help me, or was he saying, thank you? Thank you, yeah. (laughs) 
see what you did there. Oh, thank you. Mercy. Uh, now, the people around town Never. that came to watch the execution were appalled and thought that this type of torture would give the city a bad name. The executioner tried to push Louis back down into the water with the pole, but he kept coming back up screaming for mercy. Uh, the people saw this, not knowing that the water was still cold, and thought that it was a miracle and that Louis was being spared, or Louis was being spared. So the townsfolk did the only thing they could think of, attack the executioner. So they started beating the executioner to death while Louis was pulled out of the pot. Like, don't let him die, kill him instead! That doesn't make your town look any better, bud. Yeah, yeah. Don't a good bit of a mob mob justice. Yeah. But Charles VIII later pardoned Louis and the townspeople, even though they had killed the executioner. And Louis quote hid himself so completely that he never dared to show his face again. <laughs> and that's all that we ever hear of Louis the Secretary. He's gone. That's far worse than my Japanese. I don't feel mine was okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna go on, but never mind. I was gonna say I just I'm just more quoting Futurama than anything, so it's true. I'm quoting um I don't know, every bad French accent that I hear over here. So Yeah, yeah. I'm just quoting Pepe Le Pew. That's all I'm doing. Now, I know that this all sounds pretty horrifying, but I don't think you can really get an appreciation of what all these people went through just by hearing their stories. So let's get into what happens to the body when it's thrust into boiling liquid. It's the part you've all been waiting for, I know. The details. Sitting here with baby. Now, <laughs> now, what I was able to find on the subject comes from a Ranker article that was based on eyewitness accounts and autopsies done on people that had fallen into hot springs and boiling sewers. So, the process we will cover here will be if you're thrown into already boiling liquid, not liquid that is cold and then gradually heated up. So, obviously, experiences are going to differ. For people, but th- this is kind of like border, you know, the, the the baseline of what will happen to your body if you know you're boiled alive. It will so retain first, all of its juices. Is one thing, and will remain <laughs> so. Oh, oh, we will get there. <laughs> Don't it's very hard to overcook. When you're and that's just, it's, that's just it's, it's that it's that uh, that shower thought of. You know, when a body's being cremated, there is a point where it's cooked perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So first, before you even hit the water, the steam from said water will burn you. Anyone that's ever lifted a lid off a pot, we've talked about a little bit ago, knows the feeling of super hot air just hitting your face. It sucks. Even though some people do it as like a treatment. They'll put their face over steam and breathe it in. But, um... That's not super hot steam. This is. So, you know. Now, you take that part, you, that pot, and you enlarge it by about 100. 
So there's going to be a lot of super hot steam. So before you even reach the water, it's going to burn your skin, eyes, and lungs. So your pain begins before you even break the water surface. So just for... That, you know, it's, it's kind of like having an actual hot tub, jacuzzi size thing, just for context. Yeah. Really, that's yeah. literally boiling. It's not that there's water, <laughs> air flowing through and making it go... It's, yeah, you want me to turn on the bubbles? No. It's <laughs> literally... It's if you were boiling. in a jacuzzi... In a Final Destination movie. Yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah. yeah. It's thinking, I can imagine somebody sitting back and watching these people climbing into these pots and thinking, that looks pretty damn comfortable. It's like, hmm, I wonder if we could do that, but not dangerous. <laughs> yeah. you know? Could you maybe keep the fire down a little bit? Yeah. Like, right. maybe throw one less log in there? Because you got to admit, if, especially if you're getting in a cold pot that's being warmed up, it's going to be quite pleasant for a while. Yeah. And those, unless, the it's, unless, it's, unless it's tar or oil or something like that, that's not going to be near as pleasant. But if you're using water or even wine, you just dip down and take a sip. You know? Uh, and I think if I'm being boiled alive in wine, I would probably try to drink as much of it as possible to just get fucking plastered. No, that's true. Because... Yeah. <laughs> unless you're a medieval peasant on you filthy and you're getting in you're drinking your own boiling balder i don't think they gave a shit back then i don't think they cared back then i care now God, it's yeah. awful. anyway sorry boiling oh no, it's fine <laughs> now you actually hit the water uh and again we're just going to use water as the medium so i don't have to keep saying liquid um it's not the sensation of heat that would envelop you at first in reality the initial feeling of burning can often seem cold. When your nerves come into contact with temperature changes so severe, they don't quite know how to handle it at first. They send a message to the brain, screaming at it that something's wrong. Uh, your nerve endings and brain can perceive the temperature change as cold rather than hot sometimes. So initially, it might seem like you're being dipped into ice. That feeling will quickly go away. It's 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 like, a, oh, that's cold. No, it's not. <laughs> I just remember that scene from The Punisher. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, the Thomas Jane have to... Punisher? Uh, he, he has I, rem- guy... I remember the movie, but I don't remember a whole lot about uh, it. He has a guy um, hanging upside down, and he's going on about, he's saying he's whips out a blowtorch, and he's like, oh, yeah, like you're going to tell me what I want to know or whatever. And he goes, and he starts describing how being burned by intense heat actually feels cold as opposed to hot. He goes, yeah. and um, so he's working his way up, and he has the blowtorch going, and then he sticks like a popsicle into the guy's back instead of the blowtorch. <laughs> so the man thinks he's being blowtorched because it's cold, and he starts freaking out, <laughs> screaming I his do head not off. Remember that? <laughs> it's really That's funny. Fantastic. <laughs> it was actually. So look it up and Google it after this. It's really funny. Oh, I have to look at that. That's fantastic. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, that's a great idea. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that now that you're in the water, you're in for a pretty long and agonizing death. It'll be minutes, even hours, before you die. And contrary to what you may think, you'll probably be conscious for the vast majority of it. While the pain can eventually cause you to go into shock or a state of unconsciousness, 
evidence shows that you will be aware of what is happening to you. In the cases uh, where people fell into boiling sewers or hot springs, onlookers reported that people stay conscious throughout the experience, which is fucking horrifying. Yeah. Because that's what I thought. I think, oh, you boiled alive. You're going to be in there for all of 10 seconds before your body just completely shuts down. But no, you will feel a large portion of this. Inhale immediately. <laughs> Massive inhale. Drown yourself. Massive inhale. Just, just breathe in all that water and just die. Now, if you manage to keep your head above water, your brain is going to do everything it can to save you and keep you from feeling pain. Besides sending blood to the site of pain, uh, your brain is going to flood your body with endorphins and shut down any unnecessary systems, making parts of your body puff up and try to regulate temperature, even though it won't help. Your lum, your your lum, your limbs and extremities are going to be the first things to actually burn. Your fingertips are among the most sensitive parts of your body. They're densely packed with thousands of nerve endings, which produce complex patterns of nervous impulses that convey information about the size, shape, and texture of objects and your ability to, ability to identify objects by touch and manipulate them depends upon the continuous influx of this information. So yeah, you're going to feel it, and it's going to be intense. Like your finger, I mean, burn your finger on something, and it hurts for fucking for Or close your finger in a door, Dan. I've done a lot of damage to, to this hand now at this stage where... I've slammed the fingers on the door twice now where I, th- that one years ago, this one recently, um, yeah. sorry, it was this one recently, um, I've chopped the top of this finger off and I also stupidly grabbed a pan that had come out of the oven. So I've done a lot to this poor fucker right here. <laughs> for somebody who plays the guitar, sometimes for money. I think I'd be more careful with what I do with my fucking hands. You think hands. that, you know, you think that, but then again, I am an idiot, so. You know. <laughs> yeah. So your eyes will be clouded by steam, obviously, but one dunk under the water, and things are going to get a lot worse. Any boiling water on your eyes is enough to do serious and even permanent damage, and that means you're going to be blind. And fast. In the cases of people who leapt into hot springs, almost always to save pets, rescuers have found the individuals had cloudy, blind eyes even after only minutes in the boiling water. So you're going to be in pain and you're going to be blind, which also just sounds fucking horrifying. And not only will the steam... Not only will the steam burn your body before you hit the water and ruin your vision, but when you're submerged in the water and gasping for air, you're going to be breathing in all this superheated air at intense levels. Your lungs are very sensitive, and the heat will quickly begin to sear your throat and lung lining, making it harder to breathe. This also creates lesions and puts fluid in your lungs, which can be deadly on its own. So even as you take a breath to scream for help, you're actually just making it worse. Like people who try to get out of quicksand. You're just making it worse. Just lay back and 
accept it. Enjoy the ride. Now, about the same time all this is happening, your skin will begin to turn red and blistery like a lobster, uh, unless it's covered by clothing. Now, most of the people that were boiled alive were first stripped naked. However, it seems that keeping their clothes on could have been just as, if not more, horrifying. Rescuers have found when trying to pull people from boiling hot springs that clothing tends to fuse to the skin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in in the case of uh, one man, when he was removed from a hot spring, he was so burned that his skin was peeling back and the rescuers had a hard time removing his clothes. When they tried to take off his shoes, the skin of his feet came off inside them. That makes for an interesting sock later. <laughs> Can you imagine? Look at my sock. Yeah. I mean, it's like that scene in Aliens, when, Alien, when they pick up the, all the skin from the um, alien. Yeah. Uh-huh. It'd be like that. Or it looks like the world's most gigantic used condoms. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that makes you think. You're sitting there and, you know, you're in one of those moods and you look around you can't find a sock do you just grab the old skin from your foot <laughs> oh god <laughs> yes of course not where i choice. thought this conversation was going today <laughs> and hey from all the blisters and stuff it would also be ribbed or you know yeah ridge so like a coin ridge. yeah now, as day. you find yourself boiling, you'll notice a strange smell in the air around you. Now, that's the unique smell of cooking human flesh. Apparently, human flesh has a very specific smell when it is cooking, and being boiled cooks both the skin and the muscle the same way you might boil or poach meat. Some say it's a sweet or musky odor. Hmm. So, you know. Just a little dollop of shit on top of that shit already shit sandwich. Yeah. Now, that, that's, initially that's your nerve. Now, initially your nerve endings are going to be practically screaming, telling your brain they need help. The kind of pain this is going to cause is pretty much indescribable, and it won't be over right away either. Slowly, though, your nerve endings will die as you cook. As you reach the point of third-degree burns, the heat will singe your nerve endings and then kill them, all the way down to the root in some cases. So, the pain will eventually go away, but so will pretty much all feeling. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your skin will start to turn leathery or hard and may begin to peel back in places. Now, at this point, you're going to look like an absolute nightmare even if you're not feeling intense pain anymore but beneath your skin there is a layer of subcutaneous fat that keeps you warm and protects your body unfortunately as you boil that layer of fat is going to cook as well You gotta render the fat. You can't just leave it on yeah, there. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put it on the cast iron. You gotta render it down. It's a poke a it's hole in called... your foot and it drain it out. It's okay. <laughs> it's called meat candy. It's delicious. Oh. You just gotta get over that hump of what you're eating. So, uh, 
The heat from the boiling breaks down the fat and proteins, making your cells stick together on an individual level. This means blood doesn't flow right, you don't feel things correctly, and your entire outer layer, outer layer turns into a gobbly cooked mush. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Aren't you all glad that you came along for this ride? Yeah. <sighs> it, oh, no, so it gets spicy. worse though, so hold on. Now, after your outer layer has started to cook down, letting the intense heat into your body, your innards will begin to cook too. The fluids your organs rest in will begin to rise in temperature until that fluid is boiling as well. This literally boils and cooks your your stomach, liver, heart, kidneys, and intestines in their own juices on the inside of the body. That's probably where they got haggis from. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Luckily for you, there will come a time when your body just can't deal with the feeling of being boiled anymore. So much of your body is being damaged so fast all at once that your brain and organs just can't take the pain, and you go into shock. Now, going into shock causes your organs to stop functioning, including your heart, which can lead to unconsciousness and even death. Now, as your organs fail, your breath becomes shallow, your heartbeat will soften, and you may become incredibly dizzy. Your head will swim, you'll lose track of reality and your own body. Now, while this can quickly lead to death, it is likely going to be a welcome reprieve from all of the pain of being boiled alive. I'm surprised now, I lasted this, this long. This is all this is all contingent on not going in head first. Because if you are one of the unlucky ones, or extremely lucky ones, depending on how you look at it, uh, if you are dunked head first or tied up and thrown in so that you can't resurface, a good majority of the intense, long-lasting pain that you will otherwise have to suffer through won't be an issue. The fact that you will be conscious and probably blind and unable to breathe as your brain begins to boil into mush inside your head will be. So, you know, take your pick. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah. it's like, it uh, would be a lot quicker. Head first and, uh, and, you know, vote for Donald Trump. Or um... <laughs> That's not where I saw this going. <laughs> But that's good. That explains so much. Yeah. We have to find these hot springs. We have to find these hot springs in these red states that all these people are jumping into head first. What's going on? Fuck. We figured it out. She's she's in the living room going, what the fuck is he talking about? Now, if someone somehow gets to you and drags you out of the boiling water, how likely is it that you'll live? Well, probably still going to die. I mean, you you probably will will still die. Being boiled can result in third-degree burns on 100% of your body, and the damage to your internal organs is generally irreversible. Uh, Your nerve endings and limbs can be so damaged that they'll never work again, and many require amputation, and the chance of sepsis and infections are extremely high. Most of the people who are pulled out of boiling hot springs 
die within the next few days. Even modern medicine couldn't save them. So there's pretty much no way that the leeches and herbal potions of the Middle Ages would really do much of fucking anything. Yeah, well, like, to be fair, like, if you go and you were to able, or say if you are able to perform surgery on a cow, remove its heart, boil that heart, and put it back in that cow. Put it back in. I do not think that that heart is going to work anymore. <laughs> it just it just needs some omeprazole for some really bad heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Perfect dad joke done. End of podcast. <laughs> That's it, folks. Goodbye. That's it. See ya. I've done what I seeked out to do. It's over. All of it's gone. That's the end of the entire show now. That's it. It was That's all it. building up to that one moment. It was building up to that one joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, I mean, back then, what what would they do then? They'd soak some banana leaves and put it on your body, give you some fucking cocaine about it. I, I what the fuck do you what 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 would they do? Yeah, they'd give you like, like opium I mean, and stick a load of leeches onto you, like you said. They'd yeah, and there's no antibiotics to eat the maggots. Yeah, flesh. you don't have antibiotics yet. You don't have any of that. I mean, you're dead. You're dead. You are dead. Very very slow, painful death. At least now they'd yeah. be pumping you full of things to just morphine feeling yeah. anything you yeah you'd be so fucking high that you like, know like going on. even even just being in the air would hurt like we said before but remember what we said about um, when they peel skin off during the mm-hmm. um death by a thousand cuts and all that again it's just like the yeah. air touching your wound would be agonizing yeah. like that's what yeah, you, you ever got when you go and you go onto them afterwards that's fucking <laughs> torture just... yeah yeah, well, I've said before about how I got the skin biopsy done um, a yeah. long time ago with my wife. And I got to tell you, whenever anything hit that, because, I mean, it's just exposed flesh. It was fucking like a, somebody lit a match and put it to my leg. So you imagine your entire body. Of course, if it's third-degree burns, the, they say third-degree burns are the least painful because all your nerve endings are dead. So yeah. you, you, you know. I think by then you probably just, like, give me something for the internal pain because all my organs have turned into cooked meats. <laughs> just, so, yeah, you open yourself open and it's just like a fucking donor kebab. Just I just, just imagine, uh, like, National Lampoon Christmas where they cut the turkey and just... Not a turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just steam coming out. Yeah. <sighs> So I guess that it's a good thing this type of punishment left centuries ago. It's never been used since. Especially not today in like the 20, 20th and 21st centuries. Right? I mean, there's no way that something this barbaric could possibly still be used in this day and age, right? Well, we do have kettles now, so it's easier. Yeah. So. I mean, that's if you don't take into consideration the shining path of Peru, the Communist Party of Peru, the Shining Path, was formed in 1970 as a breakaway faction from the Peruvian Communist Party. They believed communism required a waging of popular war and criticized members of the Peruvian Communist Party who merely wanted to organize the workers. They eventually started this guerrilla-style war, and with around 3,000 members at the peak of its power in 1990, it was responsible for the majority of the victims of the war, killing somewhere up of 31,000 people between the 80s and 2000s, and the group's methods were particularly brutal, including stoning victims to death and, of course, boiling them alive. Wow. And Jaslik Prison and Karaka Palestine, 
in Uzbekistan, where there was a crackdown against independent Muslims, uh, Muzaffar Avazov, a 35-year-old father of four, killed in the prison in 2004, showed signs of burns on his legs, buttocks, lower back, and arms. 60 to 70% of his body was burnt, according to the Human Rights Watch. Doctors who saw the body reported that such burns could have only been caused by immersing Avazov in boiling water. Now, we go to our good friends at ISIS. Uh, Former ISIS commander claimed that, quote, some people will boil the live in oil, engine oil. For some reason, that just makes it seem worse. It's a little metal filings in it and everything as well. Like, it's that's really bad. Yeah. Uh, they burned wood on a fire for an hour before throwing the victim into boiling oil. Now, he also said that some were tied to two different vehicles and then ripped apart. So, you know, I guess take your pick. Uh, and then a documentary in 2010, it was uncovered that the Mexican cartels were known to boil those they found had been working with the police. So as much as we would like for it to be gone, uh, it's you know, about. there's always shitheads. Uh, but you know, maybe think of all this the next time you take that bite of lobster or crab. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next time you go and have... Um... Was it a crab pot or whatever? Or was it a crab boil? We have all the potatoes. Crab boil. And the, yeah. yeah. Potatoes, corn, andouille yeah. sausage, uh, crawfish. It's a crawfish boil. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah. Those are usually in like Nolans, but you can have yeah. them anywhere. I, I'm sorry. I love lobster and I love crab. I love shellfish. So I'm in. Uh, and I like boiling things. So. <laughs> I don't do anything with it. I just like boiling things. Just yeah. like get a hot thing of water, of wine, just boil some wine up and just sure, start calculator throwing into random it things. Today. <laughs> take my old, take old action figures and throw them in there and just be like, yes, yes, enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've looked up any pop culture or not. I wasn't able to find uh, a whole lot. No, I think the the usual thing is when anybody thinks of this, it's like you were saying before, cartoons like Bugs Bunny type yeah, things. Like we've seen it, we've seen yeah. that before. Yeah. And was it was it in Peter Pan they were going to boil them? Yeah, when we're going up with the Indians. I believe so. we're going up the yeah. big, incredibly racist scene that was rem- that was supposed yes. to be removed. Um, yes, very racist scene. Yeah. It's horrifically uh, racist. And then you got like, like Cannibal Holocaust and all that, those yeah, types yeah. of, of movies. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Was it in Star Wars they were going to boil them as well? What were they going to well, do? Well, they, 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 they had them on a spit. They were roasting them on a spit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what they were going to yeah. boil. Yeah, is, it's a classic a, thing, yeah. Which is a different them. episode. Right, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a very um, classic thing to be showing, like the. Uh, but yeah, you had people tied up on a stick being dropped into mm-hmm. the big pot and stuff like that. Like, you know, yep. Or um, the classic thing you were saying, yeah, somebody sitting there like throw carrots in a cartoon while there's people sitting in a Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Come to mind. I'll throw them to an oven. But... Why did they throw them to a pot? No, they're supposed to be pushed to an oven because the, the witch was checking to see if the oven was hot enough and they pushed her in instead. Because uh, well, that's the way know. it's told over here. You might have different folklore in Ireland. I might just be remembering it incorrectly. That's a possibility too. Mm. Um, Weird thing is, so like the Bugs Bunny 
cartoons when they're like deep in the jungle and they're going to cook them up and they're cutting carrots into it. Yeah. Carrots don't grow in the jungle. Where the fuck are they getting the carrots? Well, look, lions aren't in the jungle either, yet they're known as the king of the jungle, so... King of the jungle, yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds better than king of the Serengeti. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I All right, I think well, they had it in other things as well, like... I think they had a scene... Oh. Did they have it in Archer when they were going to do it to somebody as well? I can't remember, but anyway... Does there any make any odds? But yeah, I'm sure you can, um, we can, we can probably find it. Probably. But uh, yeah, I, I couldn't really find anything. Couldn't see anything. Um, I don't think people really want to see someone boil alive as much as what they would like to think they would. So that might be why you don't get a lot of uh, in popular culture. Yeah, it's, it's always like insinuated like that they're going to do yeah. it. But yeah, um, like there's always that, there's that classic like you said with the cartoons where it's like they're relaxing though in it like as if oh yeah this is nice it's a hot tub like yeah. um, doing the thing yeah, where they, they like squirt it up through the yeah uh, there's an episode of Powerpuff Girls where there where him is going to drop two versions of Mrs. Kern their teacher into a pot uh, into a large pool of boiling sharks <laughs> nice <laughs> Dear Lord. The only other thing I can think of is uh, it doesn't involve boiling though, but it has in the title, which is uh, the classic um, movie Hard Boiled. It's a brilliant film. Oh, yeah, Did I you don't see Hard Boiled? But I don't, I don't know if I have or not. It's a John Woo film. It's, uh, it's pretty good. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I have. It's ridiculous. No, well. It's cool. But there's no boiling in it. You go to the theater and you come out, you're like, so fucking uh, disappointed. A severe lack of boiling. Yes, I go to see Lord of the Rings and there be no ring. You know, technically, Lord of the Rings. I mean, there was a uh, ring. Yeah, but it's like, like, if I there wasn't. More than... They imagine if you went and there wasn't. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah, I suppose. So. Or you watch Game of Thrones and there's like, there's no game. Yeah. It's just yeah. off. <laughs> just not watching a new episode of off. off. <laughs> there's no game there's no thrones there's just very oh. lack of chairs <laughs> as everybody said on stews uh, well thank you to our uh, patrons Inquisitor Willow Quinn Fowler Inquisitor Jagabani and Torture Noob M- MX Sinister 26 uh, hope you all like the stickers I finally got out to you uh, please go follow us on Instagram all the other social medias at torture pod and get us on Twitter not X Elon you fucking douche it's Twitter god damn it uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have Twitter on your phone or anything like that no and I got I got rid of Twitter after he bought it <laughs> so well I, I still have it on my phone I hardly I rarely even look at it but I still have it on my phone, and then just one day it just changed to X. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, fuck yeah, what's, you. What's, I don't understand what he's doing there. Douche. Like, he's, not tweets he's just anymore, a fucking. Then. He's just an asshat. Is all he is. He's just an asshat. Talk about somebody who needs to be boiled alive. Uh, email us torturepod at gmail.com if there's anything you'd like for us to cover or talk about or have comments rate review on apple or good pods or wherever you can follow subscribe uh, on whatever service you listen to head over to our youtube page we do little snippets excerpts from the show where you can see us um, 
and our wonderful Zoom backgrounds. Uh, you can donate to the show, either our link tree, which you can find on our socials, uh, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash torturepod, or you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash torturepod. Uh, right now you can get a free seven-day trial of our cult leader tier, which gives you pretty much everything except for, like, you know, the merch. Um, and you can go to Red, speaking of merch, you can go to redbubble.com slash people slash torturepod, and if you want some of our merch, buy some. I'm wearing some right now. Got the hat. Yep. Got the Guild Array on hat oh, day. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my hoodie yeah. is here somewhere. A... <laughs> so is my I'm gonna get some more. Life Out t-shirt. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna get some more for a birthday present for myself here not too long. So, Well, I came up with an idea for a design. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm going to have right. to try and do it up. And it's for the Sinando thing. Okay. I want it to be like the Sinando gym. You know, like, 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 <laughs> like where so, he's bending the bar. Well, something like that. But even if it's just like a, a yoke of a guy doing like some sort of like martial arts thing, but like it'd be like for the Sinando trainer gym. Yeah. Something like that. Just for the fun of it. I thought it'd be a good idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you have any like uh, fan art out there based on one of our episodes, send it in. We can use it for uh, merch. I would that'd be cool as shit. Yeah, and I can uh, put it as my background. Yeah, Ooh. Dan. Any words of wisdom? I think I already gave up all my words of wisdom when I made told everybody to ensure that you amply salt the water when you're salt your, your person salt your people when you're, salt yeah when you're yeah like like if you're going to be if, if you're going to be boiling like the stereotypical bunny boiling or if you're going to be yeah. boiling people um yeah so what you do is start off the high heat add your salt give it a good stir mm-hmm. add your people keep, keep them moving and then reduce the heat down to a simmer yeah. and then do it until they stop screaming and then when they start to float, then you know they're just ready. And then what you do then is you drain them, toss them in a little bit of butter. I do it till they stop screaming. Fucking shit, that might be my favorite quote. <laughs> See, if, if, if you want to do people that way, you just make sure that they're done al dente. But if you want to hard boil them, Put them in the cold water and let the water rise, for, you know, the temperature rise for a while. So it's whatever one you want to do. You know, it's however you want your people boiled. So many people died this way, and here we are just joking about it. That's what, is, that's what we're here I, for, really. Though, I, guess the, that's the, I guess that's the purpose of the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you saw a horrific way? Wow! <laughs> I have a thing or two to right, say about that. I think that's all. I think that's all we got today. All right, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye.